right, we're back. So today we're going to talk about another kind of prison and how to get freedom from that, which is freedom from the past. Specifically, past hurts, really traumatic memories. These are very common ways to imprison yourself and as an extra bonus to torture you at the same time. So that doesn't sound great. Let's try to figure out how to get past those together. So do you ever find yourself replaying over and over a loop? And that loop causes more regret or resentment, guilt, blame, and shame. See, most people do. They, they, they replay things, and perhaps you're doing this as well. Something that happened, something that was said, something that just really was unfair, unjust, inappropriate, and you just replay it over and over. It's so common. And it's, it, I, I struggle with it too. But this is something that just literally builds an impenetrable prison out of your own thoughts and binds your soul. Like I often find myself replaying hurtful comments from my wife, my parents from when I was small, my coworkers. And sometimes I'm literally paralyzed, like just racked with anger and resentment. And so you may actually have that too, but without taking away the seriousness about what happened, and this is a very important distinction, I have to acknowledge that the decision to replay it lies at my own feet. Like, if I am choosing, which I am, to revisit my painful past, and if you are revisiting your painful past over and over, you've now fallen into a trap, even though the events and, in most cases, the people are long gone. And so we want to try to find our way out. Unfortunately, the normal way of you know talking to other people is one filled with pitfalls, because I can guarantee you, There'll be many people, especially the ones closest to you, who you think should support you and find a way out, will just dismiss your experience and say things like, just forget about it, or like, look at you strange and say, you're still thinking about that. My own wife, after a traumatic event in which she was involved in it, um, just said to me, it's just your thoughts. And so there's a lot of hurt, which causes us to retreat, which keeps us stuck, But it's not because the statement is actually false. Like, as we've been talking about, we do need to be able to take our own thoughts captive, and it's easier said than done, but breaking it down like this certainly I hope helps for you. It's been helping for me. But the hurt of those kinds of statements and sentiments comes because the underlying, the true heartfelt intention by those who say that it actually lacks compassion. And they may be offended by him saying this, but it, it is actually true. Like, although my wife probably thought she was helping, she really said those words when you really drill down to it because she wanted the pain and the suffering to end because it impacted her life negatively. And, and look at the people that you go to for support. It, 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 something overtakes them where it's, it's, impacting them negatively. So the intention, as in the case of my wife, was just remove the irritation from her side. And when we want to remove an irritation, we want to do so quickly and conveniently. So she's just, it's just a thought. Um, Seeking advice would just be very, very like 
curt and blunt and just it's fine. Don't you know? Don't worry about it. Even though they're very complicated because didn't want to deal with it. And sadly, you may be surprised by friends and family and close ones who who do the same thing. And part of it is they're ill-equipped. They don't know how to actually support you on this actual journey to recognize that it, it is something that we can control without diminishing it. But unfortunately, the vast majority of you, there might be a few who um, really do genuinely care. Like it's a priority, but most of them, it's just too big of a burden. And so they will say things to get it done because it's an irritation to them. And that, that is a challenge that only true Christian community can address when properly trained. But without that, there is an escape route, and it's found in Paul's writings. I mean, he writes, forgetting those things which are behind, which we've been talking about, but look what he says next. He says, and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. So when we look at the situation with my wife and other people, and they lack compassion, they say, just forget it. Why can't you move on? And they're really trivializing the experience. Now, they're often not talking about, well, what is this forward? What is the reaching forward to those things are ahead? Maybe very vague, oh, things will get better. But if they don't have genuineness, if it's just masked in sort of platitudes, oh, God will take care of it, 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 it you will sense it. And it's very hard to have, find that faith. But I also think before you can look ahead you need to get past the trivialization that most do. Now, Paul doesn't. He, in another part in in Romans, talks about this renewal of our old self was crucified, the crucifixion of our old self. Now, that's painful. That's not easy. But that is actually what we need to do with the part that keeps going back to that self. Now, most writers, most expositors, and I would agree that the old self is the sinful self. And we usually associate sin with behavioral sins. And we have a hard time connecting with that because we are the ones who've been victimized, right? Someone hurt you. The other people are hurting you. They are clearly the sinners. Why are you the sinner? And so that framing makes it very hard to let go of that part of ourself. But sin also includes elevating oneself to be a God. And one of those ways is through control. So the old self holds on to the past because it's familiar and it gives us ultimate control over our feelings. Now, they're bad feelings, but they're predictable and we have control. We can feel bad. We can feel victimized. We can feel blaming. And we can replay all that evil that occurred. Letting that go and seeking what is forward, we have no control over what our feelings may be, no matter how much we keep our thoughts captive, because who knows what the day will bring, even though we know what the final days will be, and those will be glorious and things to look forward to. So to crucify that old self, that old self desires to be controlled, and it's also painful. And so Paul acknowledges this. He says that is a crucifixion. And then, if we saw the other verse, 
we can do that. We can survive that pain because it is better through Christ's sacrifice. And what he brings forward, which is often also missing when we talk about that, it's just, oh, it's just a sacrifice. He atoned for us. But there is something that is ushered forward through that sacrifice. And most people will fail to support you with this. And so part of that is just being honest and compassionate with yourself and know that it will be a better future, both eternally and now, but it's it's rooted in Christ and his word. So now we get back to, well, wait a minute. Okay, now I get it. This old self needs to be crucified. It's super hard. So now I'm not trivializing it. I have to recognize that I need to crucify that self, even though it's been hurt. It's also a sinner by trying to control myself, by torturing myself because it's predictable. So it's it's sick, but ultimately it's a habit. And this sounds like a sick habit. Like who would voluntarily volunteer and raise their hands? I want to replay and relive my painful past. But as sick as that may be, it is true. It is addictive and habit-forming, as probably any pleasurable advice you can imagine. But the worst part about it is there is no actual pleasure. It is just self-inflicted punishment. It's just this sad comfort of going back to a memory and a story. And we've talked about this before, that Paul also recognized what this is, right? He writes, For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. So I, I, I often do this. I replay. I replay when my wife treats me poorly, acts out in anger, gives misinformation. And I have to work through that on my own, as you may have to as well. The person that have hurt you may not be around. They may not want to repent. They might have died and moved on. I can learn from that. Okay, I've got to be more cautious. She's not invested in certain things We until we get there. I can act with prudence. But the biggest thing I can do is keep asking myself, and of course, let the Holy Spirit press into this in quiet. Why do you want to replay this painful thing? Why are you replaying it? I'm going to pause here. Why do you replay this? So for me, I realize sometimes I replay it to justify. I have this distrust and resentment. It justifies it. And I realize I don't need to replay it to hurt myself. I I can be cautious. I realize I replay it because I keep waiting for it to apologize after. I'm replaying something that's happened, but it's not changing it. I replay thinking I can change the past, the, the negative outcomes that came from all of this misinformation. I replay it so that I keep reminding self and somehow believing it will remind my wife, even though she has no idea I'm replaying it, probably, that what happened was not right. I am reminding myself this was not right. But freedom comes from looking forward. But this forward must be one designed by God. Is the only way to untangle you, tangle you from this prison. So, um, this is a tough one, but hopefully you've seen how I've broken it apart to kind of give you a glimmer of getting past this other kind of imprisonment of your mind. 
if you want to learn more, if you want sort of steps just like I did here that give you a fuller teaching on really the benefits and freedom of freeing your mind, check it out. You have a link in your um, in your Bible study. Go to Acts 2, so the number 2, Acts 2, the number 2, dot XYZ, slash free dash your dash mind. Those are hyphens. So it's acts2.xyz slash free your mind with hyphens between each word. And you can find out so much more, including more audio teaching like this. One of those is just a sequence of audios that to replay over and over, even if it's repetitive, I think this is so hard to do, making it really easy. I have a mobile app that makes it easy for you to just replay it, to see new content that I provide. Some of these I'm starting to add worksheets as people ask questions. You can ask me questions from within that app. Um, so it makes it a lot easier than using your podcast app, uh, which is how I've been doing it before. So really looking forward to connecting with you and helping you to free your mind. Thanks. <laughs>